0: Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of Bagel Bites. My name is Robbie Nagel and this is essentially just a podcast series where I get to talk about the random things that I want to talk about. Today is going to be another part on prophecy, so if you missed the last one, go check that out uh, so you're not missing anything. I don't want to go through all that um, a second time. This is going to be more about how to exercise the gift of prophecy once it's received. I'm going to be using the analogy of uh, learning how to use a sword. So the first step of using a sword is picking it up, getting used to the weight, getting uh, swinging it a couple times trying to feel out how it's balanced and how it's um weighted and how it's actually move your arm so you don't cut yourself um so you only cut the target and it's a little clumsy it's a little um haphazard usually you have like a practice sword and uh it's usually made out of like wood or something like that and that's kind of like the training wheels version of prophecy, and. Uh, the example that i have for that is when you have it's always it's usually described as uh, someone has the uh, name of a person but they don't really know why or the face or something like that or someone's like highlighted in an audience and then the second option would be you have a dream or a vision and you don't necessarily know what it's for. So I'm also going to give my personal experience with this. I've uh, been really chasing after the gift of prophecy for the last five years. I went and had some training uh, at a conference and I've just, I've chased and really practiced this. I've really exercised this gift uh, as much as possible. So that first step for me was similar to that. I, I won't say that I've never had just the person um it's usually with dreams usually that'll have just the person it's kind of like the the lord nudging me just to check on them it's not necessarily a word for them though which is why i don't include it um but there have been a couple times where i've just gotten a person and i'm just i have to take that step of faith and go up to them and you know say i believe the lord speaking something to you um can i pray for you and then he'll just unload the the word or the vision. But I would say nine times out of ten I get a vision or a dream or a word and I have no clue who or what it is for sometimes it is for myself specifically sometimes it's for the body and other times it's for a specific individual and early on I had to decipher through that um, and something that's so fantastic about exercising the gifts uh, a prophecy and of healing and of words of knowledge and of wisdom um, you have this covering within a church uh, that allows you to exercise that there's a there's a system of grace that should be involved and um, you know you're allowed to get it wrong so during this first step specifically um, just know that you have that grace um, but also know that um if you're completely wrong if you give a word to somebody uh, and they just accept it and don't uh, do the responsible thing and test it and chew up and keep what's good then you kind of have to take responsibility for that you have to apologize if you're completely off just be like hey look i thought this was this and um you know i'm sorry uh and you have to take that responsibility that's how we as mature christians handle things it's the same thing like as a mature adult, if you do something wrong, you have to take responsibility, or you're immature. Those are the options. Like, um, I think people believe that if you're an adult, like you're mature. That's not the case. Um, someone I know always says that uh, it's mandatory to grow older. It's not mandatory to grow up. That's a choice. <laughs> you're you're allowed to grow up. You don't have to. Uh, the same thing with. Uh, being a believer, you don't have to become a mature believer in Christ. Uh, you get to, um, and you're going to grow old regardless, uh, but you get to become a mature believer, but you don't have to. There's no there's no need for it, uh, or there's no... Uh, uh, there's nothing that pushes you other than yourself. I wouldn't say there's—I I would say there's a hefty need for it. I believe the church needs to be the church, and that involves maturity. Um, but I'm getting completely sidetracked. Maybe this is going to be another podcast someday about why people need to be mature Christians. Um, but this is about the gift of prophecy and exercising it, so I'm going to get back on track. Uh, the This first step uh, under the grace and under the covering that you have, uh, you have the ability to— uh, learn how to be obedient with this uh you learn that balance you to do the training you you learn what's a vision and what's not a vision you can just go and be obedient every single time and just say look this could or could not be anything and just explain that uh, up front and they'll tell you usually like people people know if it's completely off i've had a couple of words where People like ask me a question. I'm like, nope, that's not me. That's completely off. And they're like, okay. And like they get real awkward about it because they think that every single word is something. And you know, it's a teaching moment and stuff. Um, and that's good. Um, but when you're under that covering, you're you're allowed to mess up. You're allowed to get it. You know, not completely on the mark. It's the same thing with. Um, the sword, you get a, you get that wooden sword. Uh, you don't have to swing it the correct way every single time. You can hit yourself because it won't cause any damage. Um, things like that. Uh, the next step, so as you exercise that and you learn to be more obedient, then you get your real sword. You get to actually learn how to um, swing it. You get the new weight of it. You really start to understand it. And then you get real, uh, you know, you get to cut in a very real way, and I think that's the example of uh, getting words either more quickly or being just more obedient and going through with it every single time. You'll notice that your, um, I don't want to say track record, but I guess that's really the only word that I have for it, your track record starts being more in the positive than in the uh, being wrong, You see that more of them are confirmed and more of them are, um, spot on. And that's kind of the second step. Uh, When you're exercising, you just, uh, you stop caring about what people think about you. You just, you know that you have to be obedient to the Lord because you have to be obedient to the Lord. And, uh, during that time you get to really get accustomed to the words of, uh, prophecy for people and, it's uh, it's a good place to be. Uh, the third step, and I don't really know if this is the final step, but it's truly the step that I'm currently at, is the sword literally becomes an extension of yourself. And it seems like you can swing it at any time, and you can easily maneuver it. Um, and what I mean by that is you get to a point where... Um, you don't need the person highlighted. You don't need the vision up front. Uh, you can just make the choice to say, I want to prophesy to this person. You just walk up to them, lay your hands on them, pray for them, and the word comes out. Um, now, that doesn't mean that that's going to work every single time. Um, and that doesn't mean that you don't decipher and distinguish and follow the Holy Spirit and uh, find the correct uh, individual that really needs the word or anything like that but I really believe um, with some experiences that I've had recently uh, that it, it's not the I need to wait on um, this thing being highlighted or I need to wait on a vision coming or I need to wait on you know the Lord to say go because he already did. And what I mean by that is when Paul literally talks about He hopes that people prophesy more. The feeling behind it is literally, I hope you do this even when, uh, you know, all these other uh, criteria haven't been met, because we're supposed to be encouraging one another, we're supposed to be pushing one another, we're supposed to be sharpening one another, and prophecy is the best way to do that. It's literally the way to do that, outside of just living together and um, growing together, but... You don't need to once you once you've practiced enough once you've exercised this muscle once it's strong enough to actually handle that um, and you know how to use it and you've been and I don't know how long that takes for me it was five years uh, for some it could be longer for others it could be shorter I have no idea um, I'm just an individual that I'm just sharing my personal uh, experience along with some things that I've read and some things that I've talked to other people about but once you're at that level, I truly believe that um, you could prophesy to anyone at any point in time, because uh, I think that's the purpose and the uh, necessity for the gift. Is that it is just another extension of yourself for all the gifts. Really, um, it's just another extension of yourself. This is just what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to heal people. It's an extension of yourself. It's just. It's not just like a you know, something needs to be called down or highlighted. Uh, Jesus literally tells his disciples, heal the sick, raise the dead, and make disciples of the world. Like, that's not do it if such and such happens. That's not, you know, wait for, you know, backs to be highlighted and you go pray for backs or, like, you wait for the, you know, the presence of the Lord to be heavy enough. That's do it. And that's it. There's no step two. There's just do it. That's step one, and that's the only step. Um, so with prophecy, I think it's really much. I think it's really the, the same thing. Is uh, just prophesy. Um, I think personally, I'm at a uh, place in my life where I don't get awkward, and I clearly don't care about being seen as weird. If you guys know me in person, uh, that I, should, I hope that's. Um, I hope that's a visual perspective that you have of me that I don't care what people think about me. Um, if you do think that, I will correct you right now. Um, but at this current place, um, I don't need the um, I don't need the highlight, I don't need the the vision uh, before I go pray for someone. Um, it's very much, I just, I want to prophesy to people because I want to prophesy to people And uh, this last Monday night we had a really cool prayer service uh, Where we got to do that And part of that was uh, because the Lord told me to do it The other part was I just I just want to It's just this thing in me that really burns um, And I just want to prophesy to people It's, uh, it's like needing food Um, in a very, it's a very real way. And, um, I really want other people to get to that point. I really want the whole church to get to that point. Uh, so if you find yourself in, uh, any of the first two levels, even the third level, um, you can confirm um these levels or and maybe i'll rework them at some point in time i have no idea uh the point of this podcast is literally just to ramble about stuff i think about um so i haven't really worked through this in a very uh, concise way outside of some preliminary thoughts but uh if you're in one of those beginning stages i would just advise you to um just do it Uh, like the only way that it gets stronger and the only way you get to the next level is to just do it um just prophesy, just worship, just pray. Like, the only way you get better at praying is to pray. The only way you get better at worshiping is to worship. Like, all these, uh, all these spiritual disciplines, the only way you get better at fasting is by fasting. Like, all those spiritual disciplines you have to do to get better at. It's a muscle. The only way you get strong is by working out. Like, it's, it's, It's something that people like understand in a physical sense. It's the same thing in spiritual. This is just an extension of our bodies. Uh, We have this, you know. uh, People describe it as the pneuma man, the spirit man, and that spirit aspect of us also has muscles. Uh, They might not be, you know, molecular, uh, you know, built by tissue layered upon each other and stuff like that in a biological sense. Um, But we have that uh, gift, and we have those muscles that need to be trained. And uh, I think there's too many, you know, malnourished um, spiritual Christians out there that uh, don't feed their spiritual bodies and they don't exercise their spiritual bodies. And that's why we don't see uh, what we're supposed to be seeing today. Um, We don't see resurrections, we don't see healings. And Jesus told us that we would do even greater things than He did. And He raised the dead and He healed the sick and He. Uh, you know, made the lame walk. He discipled. Um, so if we're supposed to be doing better things, we have to get to that level first. We have to be. We have to get to the level of healing and raising the dead and discipling uh, before we get to see the greater things. And uh, yeah, I hope this is a a good teaching, and I hope it's decently encouraging. I know I'm a little bit over my limit, but I had a couple shorter ones before, so I think I think this is a really on average, being 10 minutes or less, um, so that's a good, good. it's good to keep the average, I suppose, but as usual, I appreciate that uh, you're tuning in and listening to this, I appreciate all the comments and feedback that I've been getting, and um, yeah, I'll catch you guys at the next one.